We don't really know where taxes are going to go. We're assuming they're going up because our national debt is still going up. So making those assumptions is the reason I think that Roths are becoming more of a a conversation piece today uh, because of where we are in the tax environment. It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor Ben Schrock. Well, thanks for joining us again on Unlocking Your Financial Future. We got a a great show, two-part series starting this episode. We're going to go into Roth conversions, a very popular topic, uh, I think, around the industry right now. So we're going to try to do two things. First uh, episode, we want to get into the basics, kind of talk about about everything you need to know about Roth conversions. Then in our next episode, we're going to kind of get into more of the strategy, how to use it, when to use it, who does it work for, all those types of things. We'll have that discussion as always with Ben Schrock, the owner and financial advisor over at BA Schrock Financial Group. Ben, how you doing today? I'm doing well, and uh, this topic is always top of mind here come tax time, so it's uh, a great time to be talking about Roths and definitely excited on this topic. Yeah, speaking of tax time, you guys uh, having to deal with that a little bit right now? Yeah, it is. It's crazy. It's, it seems like uh, I never thought being in this business, uh, I thought all those tax questions would go to the accountants, but you know, when, when you have clients taking out distributions from IRAs and their portfolios and whatnot, those 1099s that our companies are generating, um, they oftentimes have questions for us. So when is my 1099 going to be there? Um, so many of our clients like to file like right away and companies don't like to release those uh, 1099s till they have to. So sometimes it's uh, a game of just being patient and waiting till they actually get it. Okay. Well, we got a couple more months, I guess, of having to deal with that. So uh, good luck to you, sir, <laughs> along the Thank way. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, so if you haven't gotten in touch with Ben, if you have any questions, taxes, or retirement planning, whatever it is on your mind dealing with your finances, you can always reach out to Ben and his team at BA Schrock Financial Group. They serve the Cleveland and Akron area. They have their office right there in Wadsworth, and you can find them online at BA Schrock dash fg.com or you can call them at 330-473-1060 before you started today i just want to get some reaction uh from a headline in the news here ben i know we do some headline stuff and just kind of try to sound off on some of the topics that are happening around uh, the country and this headline kind of caught my attention because i'm kind of curious to get your thoughts on maybe who's right or or which way you're leaning on this so a recent survey showed that corporate ceos and cfos are pessimistic about the economy in 2020, while consumers are all still pretty optimistic. So what's your overall feel? Who do you think's right? Well, I think there's uh, truth in both, honestly. I think there's reasons to be optimistic. I think there's reasons to be pessimistic. I mean, we're in the the history books now with one of the longest bull runs, if not the longest bull run ever. So eventually, you got to think, okay, when is this thing going to reset a little bit or take a little bit of a break so that we can kind of catch up and let the markets correct themselves? So I I don't really know who's completely right or completely wrong, and I don't really want to forecast, especially if I'm wrong. (laughs) But no, I I think the, the, you know, general population is optimistic because uh, just look at the the previous years that we've experienced. And I think there's also uh, outside factors when you look at just the general uh, environment of interest rates and where can people go to put their money and get something safe. Uh, You can't go really CDs, savings accounts aren't really paying much. So, you know, just kind of forced to be in the market and they're realizing, you know, it's not that bad. And and actually last year was a great year and and this year is starting out to be a pretty good year. So um, they have reasons to be optimistic. Um, I don't want to say that it's they're blind, but I think they also need to look at it and say, 
what can happen. And, and from a CEO perspective or CFO perspective, they're going to look at more of maybe the, the business side of things and the uh, statistical data around their companies. Maybe it's starting to slow down a little bit and they're seeing signs that to, or reasons to be pessimistic. So I hate to give that middle of the line answer. I tend to do that a lot, but I think there's truth in both, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like there's a little bit of truth on both sides, which is the case with a lot of circumstances and situations. Sure. So uh, kind of the case here, but interesting to see kind of where the general public falls compared to where uh, corporate America falls. So something to keep an eye on. I guess the only time will tell who uh, who's more correct in that opinion. So yeah. let's hop into Roth conversions. That's our, our main focus today. And we want to begin this two-part series over two episodes. This first episode, I want to really focus on kind of everything you need to know, the basics of a Roth conversion, because you know the idea of that Roth conversion is pretty intriguing to a lot of people. And some people think it's a great strategy. So we're going to kind of talk about the Roth first and then talk strategy in our next episode. So Let's begin, Ben, just just really basic. Explain that Roth conversion to me. I've heard it a little bit, but for people that maybe have just kind of heard it but never really looked into it a whole lot, just kind of explain what it is. Yeah, so I'm going to start with just what is a Roth. So a lot of times I get talking and get all excited, and if you could see me, my hands are always moving when I'm talking about this topic because taxes <laughs> definitely excite us and our, and, and our clients, but a Roth is something that, that we, we mention or we talk about, and a lot of times people just don't really understand what that is. So I'd like to start there first. So a Roth IRA is essentially something you're putting money into after tax, money that's already been taxed, and it's putting it into a vehicle that is growing tax deferred. So all the interest and growth that it's seeing is deferring, so you don't pay any taxes on that. And if you wait five years and you're of the age of 59 and a half, everything you take out of that account is tax-free. 100% tax-free. So all the growth, all the interest gains, all of that is tax-free if you meet those requirements. Okay. So okay. does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So that's always step one. And then a Roth conversion is when you take money from a pre-tax investment like an IRA. A lot of times, you you know, 401ks for most of the people that are still working, you roll that into an IRA and then you individually own it. And then you take monies from that account each year and you convert it, meaning you take money from that pre-tax account and you put it into your Roth. So you're taking pre-tax money and making it tax-free money potentially. So you will have to pay taxes on that distribution or that conversion. So you're converting money from a pre-tax investment to a potentially tax-free investment. Well, I'm glad you started with kind of the basics of what is Roth, because I guess, I mean, I just assume that a lot of people and most people know about uh, what a Roth is. But I mean, I even brought it up to some friends of mine not too long ago and just said, hey, you guys, you know, I don't remember how the conversation came up. I think we were mad at talking about some stocks or, you know, Tesla was going through the roof. I might've mentioned it to them. And I just asked them if they had, mm -hmm. you know, a Roth and they were like, no, not, no, we just have a 401k. And I kind of explained to them, you know, the, the tax benefits of it. And they were all kind of caught off guard. So I guess that's a good place to start. I was surprised that there's more people maybe than you realize that are familiar with the concept. Yeah, I mean, and Tesla's a great example. What it, it ran up, I forget how many percent. I, say, it was uh, ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, so if something goes up 100% and you got that money in a Roth and you're over 59 and a half and it's already been five years, you haven't touched that thing, you could sell all those gains and pay no taxes on it. So, I mean, that's the power behind something like that. If it's a traditional after-tax account and you bought Tesla at the right time and it doubled or tripled in money and you sold it within a year, then you pay long short-term capital gains 
gains, which is ordinary income taxes. So you think of the benefits when you see something just like Tesla, for instance, um, it's huge when, you, when we're talking taxes. Because Uncle Sam's going to get his portion. It could be you know a third or, or even more of that, depending on what tax bracket you fall into. Yeah, no question. So I guess why why have Roth conversions become so popular and become a popular strategy really here in recent years? Yeah, I think um, where we are in our current tax situation um, with the, the Trump tax reform going into place, it, we've seen a more favorable tax environment currently. So now looking at the potential issues or potential for change on the taxes down the road saying, all right, if taxes go up, um, I got all this money in pre-tax investments, 401ks, IRAs, things of that nature, eventually I'm going to have to pay Uncle Sam. And I'm willing to bet that taxes will go up here in the near future, or at least in my lifetime when I'm retired. So would I rather pay taxes now in a historically low tax environment than 10 years from now, 20 years from now, where we don't really know where taxes are going to go. We're assuming they're going up because our national debt is still going up. So making those assumptions we they be, is the reason I think that Ross are becoming more of a, a conversation piece today uh, because of where we are in the tax environment. And I guess the SECURE Act also plays a part in that too, right? I mean, that that's becoming maybe a strategy that you're looking at with clients potentially to see that that might fit them. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, with what we talked about on the Secure Act a couple episodes ago, and and you know those RMD ages pushing back to seventy two, that gives us plenty more time, an extra two years to convert potentially out of that IRA. And then also, Ben, on that same note, when you pass that money on to that next generation, IRA money has to be taken out over ten years, over a ten year period that has to be zeroed out. The Roth does not have to be, and that's always going to go tax free. So, um, it's just a, a really uh, beneficial tool and with all the changes in our tax system today make me believe that this is why it's becoming more and more popular uh, conversation piece. All right. So let's say that I come into your office and I'm trying to figure out uh, whether or not this works. I decide I want to do it. You know, a lot of times for people, it's it's that that unknown of how the process is actually going to work. Is this going to be too complicated? Is this going to take a lot of work, a lot of my time? So kind of walk me through if I decide, okay, I want to do a Roth conversion. How does that look in terms of taking my existing accounts and transferring them over? Yeah. So once we, and I think we're going to get into this future episodes um, about the, the strategies behind it, but once we determine that the Roth conversion makes sense for you, we simply look at your current tax situation. And again, we're not accountants. We don't claim to be accountants. So I will always tell my my clients, hey, get your get your accountant on the line, um, or give me their contact information. Let's let me confirm this with them. Let me have them take a look at your plan too and bless it before we press go. But in any case, we just look at it and we determine the amount that we want to convert that year. And we have all 12 months to do this. So we can convert in January and December at any point in time we can convert. And we're going to take this money from your existing IRA and we're going to take money out of it. So with our accounts, we can link you know your IRA to your Roth. So we can essentially take money out of your IRA and simply put it into your Roth account pretty seamlessly. And then at the end of the year, you're going to get a 1099 client for this dollar amount and you're going to owe taxes on this piece. So we have to have certain money set aside to pay Uncle Sam for that conversion. Can you, when you make this transfer, can you take, like if I have, let's say $100,000 that I want to transfer over to a Roth conversion, can I just take my tax money out of that overall 100000 and transfer, say, 85,000 into Roth or does you have you have yeah. to get paid the taxes after the fact. 
Great, great question. So you can do that, and um, I tend not to recommend that. And again, okay. this is this is our our preference, and this is something where you know I always t- tell people that financial advisors are interesting breeds because everyone has their own strategies, and everyone thinks their strategy is the best. So I, of course, I think our strategy is the best, but I like to pay for the tax conversion piece with lazy money. So money sitting in checking savings, not really doing anything. And the main reason I, I do that, Ben, is if you have 15 grand sitting in your savings account or you know more than that to cover that tax bill, we're going to write Uncle Sam a check for that amount. Mainly because you know the simple rule of law, the law of big numbers. So if you convert $100,000 and it goes to work for you from day one at $100,000 and the account goes up 10%, you made $10,000. If you convert $85,000 and it goes up 10%, you only went up $8,500. And so the, okay. the the actual growth then is a lot higher, even though you still lose money essentially because you're writing a check to, to the government. However, that money's not earning anything sitting in your checking savings. That's that lazy money that I'm referring to. Okay, that makes sense. Well, that's good to know. So it seems like a pretty pretty painless process if it's something that you want to go uh, through with. And it seems like it makes a lot of sense, but there's got to be some common mistakes out there that people make with Roths. Yeah, it, uh, the first mistake is converting when you you don't have to. I mean, honestly, I see a lot of times where um, where our standard deduction is today for today's retirees, and if we convert it out of our IRAs into Roths, and we didn't necessarily need to, there's still ways that we can take money out of our IRA, and we're able to have a standard deduction of twenty four, twenty five thousand that just knocks that income straight off the map. So again, once it pieces in with our Social Security, and we figure out how much of that's taxable, we can really look at that full big picture to say, taking money out of your IRA isn't going to cost you anything tax dollars. So you've deferred all this money, it's all been pre-tax, and you're still taking it tax-free. So that client makes a mistake by making a conversion because they didn't have to. They're still pulling money out of a taxable uh, vehicle tax-free. Well, look, that's kind of a a little preview into the strategy talk we're going to have on the next episode. Mm -hmm. It's going to be our our second part to this Roth conversions conversation. But um, I I think this is a good starting point because it kind of gives us the basics. And I'm glad you started with explaining Roth too, what the Roth account is like and what that's all about, because you you got to start there to understand what a Roth conversion is. So overall, though, I think this is a very helpful topic that a lot of people are going to have with uh, with their financial advisor. I guess you're having this with people too. If you, you welcome anyone that, that has a question about Roth conversion and whether or not it'll work for them to come give you a call and sit down in, in your office and, and talk through it. Absolutely. And, and really the, a good bit of information that a lot of people don't even know or think about is a lot of times in your current 401k plan, you have a Roth option available to you. So first and always check that plan first. Okay. So you want to go to that plan first and see if you have the capability of adding or or contributing to a Roth 401k option. If so, that's the easiest place to start. So check your current 401k plan, call your provider, see if you have that option available. If not, hey, make a call to HR and say, can we get this added to our plan? Because I think that's a very, very beneficial tool that a lot of people are going to miss out on if they don't have it. Well, go ahead and hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it is you listen. And make sure you have uh, that next episode delivered to you because we're going to go through the strategy and get a little more in depth in the Roth conversions and why they might work for you and whether they might not work for you. They, that is the case for some people as well. So we'll kind of talk about uh, some of the considerations you need to make with that. Remember that all podcasts, this one and all past episodes are online at bashrock-fg.com, plus a lot more, including uh, Ben has a guide to maximizing your security benefits online, and you can get an in-depth social security analysis right there as well. So a lot 
lot of resources on the website. And as always, you can call BA Shrock Financial Group at 330-473-1060. So Ben, thanks for the time. I'm looking forward to our next part of this uh, conversation. Yep, me too. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc. and A.E. Wealth Management, LLC. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management and A.E. Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice to designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.